Hey, everybody, it's the Way of Rock podcast with Jeff and Jack. We are on episode 41. How you doing, Jack? I'm doing mighty fine. Uh, not, not much going on. Been a pretty easygoing week. I don't know what day it is right now, but... I believe we're on a... Uh, is this a Monday? It may be a Monday. I think it's a Monday. No one ever thanks God that it's Monday. That's because Mondays apparently Mondays suck. Uh, you didn't for, even know that it was Monday. Well, yeah. How can but you like, say that? Right now, Mondays don't suck because every day is the same. But I'm also not like a real human right now. That uh, like I'm not I'm not a contributing member to society at the moment. <laughs> I'm just simply existing. That is true. You're well, neither you're neither working or schooling at the moment. Yeah, I'm just I'm chilling. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, just taking a little vacation. I'm taking a little vacation. So yeah, we are on episode 41, back live again in the same room, which is always helpful. And we are going to talk about a couple of new albums this time around. We got a new one from Royal Blood. We do have a newer one. Our from friends, Royal did Blood. we ever decide if if we knew if they were Australian or English? I don't remember having I this conversation, but I think they're English. I, oh really? Because I was going to say I thought they were Australian. We might have to look that up at the break. Also, the new album from Rob Zombie that we've been neglecting, wanting to talk about for weeks, and we we keep forgetting, but it's a pretty good album. It is a good album. Yeah, so we're going to talk about that new Rob Zombie called "The Lunar Injection Kool Aid Eclipse Conspiracy." It's always a mouthful with Rob. It's always a mouthful, and like even like the songs also do that. There's not just like a. There's a few easy songs, but for the most part, it's. I, oddly enough, lot. except for the title track, or no, it's not even the title track. It's uh, the Triumph of King Freak. Aside from that one, and 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 my favorite song in the album, they, they they have simple titles. But I feel like the the longer the song title, the lower it is on my ranking of good songs on the album. I see, but they're all good. It's Rob's album. There, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a fine album. Um, well, we'll 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 talk more about it okay. in a minute. Let's uh let's get the the sponsorship stuff out of the way. We're sponsored by Anchor, of course, which is the easiest way to make your own podcast. You just go to Anchor.fm or download the Anchor app from your favorite app store and get started. You can record right into the app, or do like we do and record on fancy, expensive audio equipment and then upload that audio to the app or the website, and you're off and running. They will find distribution for you. They will monetize your podcast so you can hear ads just like this one. And they, uh, they're about the easiest way you can make a podcast, and it's absolutely free. Yes. Yep. That's Anchor. Anchor.fm. Anchor. Also, you can go to itsthewayofrock.com, which is our website. You can listen to this very podcast. You can listen to previous podcasts, and you can purchase a T-shirt or a hoodie. Or possibly even a uh, tank top. They still call them tank tops. I feel like all the clothing styles have changed names. I don't know what else I would call it. I see. Okay, so so tank tops are what we're going with. We're gonna let's go with that. Cool. I noticed. I noticed some some clothing styles have have dif- different names now. Than yeah. By, which is annoying. I don't know if tank tops are. Uh, I can't think of. I can't think of. That's any. that's good because I'd hate to have to rename our friend tank top. Because giving, our, giving we, a shout out to our friend Tank Top. We have an associate who enjoys tank tops. He does like his tank tops. Thereby earning the nickname Tank Top. Tank Top. 
Anyway, if you go to the website, it's the way and find such a shirt that you like, you can enter in the promo code TWOR and save yourself 15% on that t-shirt. So there we go. Let's get started. So concert season is coming back to life. That's a great point. That's what we should start with. Well, is, uh, that's why I put it first on the list. I don't know. Well, I was going to go a, a slightly different route, but... Um the Rockfest lineup changes. The Rockfest lineup has changed. I was going to get to that. I, I, I didn't know, know if you were going to get to that. It was all going to be a, okay. a nice, I, smooth segue. You're a forgetful person. I don't see it on the itinerary. Keep doing whatever you're going to do. Concerts are coming back with a vengeance. Con- well, allegedly. They and did this last year for a brief minute. They're like, For oh, a brief minute, but not... All I, the I, concerts are coming back this this Well, not all this of fall. them. And the, then those them really happened. big tours are still postponed till next year. Yes. And I was talking with a, a friend of mine who used to be in the music business, and we came to the conclusion that it was more of a possibly a, like a, a labor shortage more than than like Live Nation not wanting these groups to go out because I feel like Live Nation's got their toes in the concert business this summer. Oh, I um I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I in my opinion, I it doesn't Live Nation doesn't strike me as like a company that cares about well people's well-being. It's, it's, it's not whether or not they care or not. That's it's what I'm whether saying. or not they can get insurance. Yeah. Things I, like that. So like the the Black Crows reunion that was canceled last summer appears to be happening this summer. The Motley Crue reunion that was supposed to happen last summer shouldn't just should just not happen. <laughs> Well, it's not. It's it's being postponed again till next I year. I really think like there needs to be like a congressional bill that states that you cannot go on a reunion tour until like quite literally twenty years after your fine your farewell tour. You can't <laughs> I know I've had this rant like every time we bring up one of these you can't go on at this point, it's a normal tour cycle. They went on their farewell tour. It is. And most bands like, all right, we went on the tour on, on our tour a couple years ago. Let's go back Let's out. Let's go back out. That's uh, all it, it is. Kiss has been doing that for years. They've yeah, been saying farewell I, since 1996, at least. And, and Kiss ranks probably like top three on my least favorite bands of all time. <laughs> anyway, I've noticed that Live Nation is bringing back, like I said, the Black Crows tour, yes. which is an amphitheater tour. Yes. But the Motley Crue tour, which is a stadium tour, is being postponed till next year. And we were just talking about how you know the stadium tours that's that's that's, a lot of that's tons of people to put together a yeah, stadium a concert. And we just felt like maybe they felt like those people weren't necessarily available yet. Now, with that being said, like at the same time, you look at uh, like uh, you look at what the UFC is doing. They're doing something in a stadium every month. They do stuff in arenas. Yeah, that's fair. And Same it doesn't thing. take nearly as much to uh, I, I, that's stage a UFC fight as it does a, it, a major it, rock tour. It doesn't, but I'm I'm just saying in this. But you're right. There, people are. And doing the difference things. is, and you and you've worked you've worked concerts before in the behind the scenes realm, so you know that a a, a tour like the Black Crows is probably going to entail what five to maybe 10 at the most semis of gear at the most. I don't even see it being that big. Yeah, that's a lot. Whereas Motley Crue, Def Leppard, and all of the the bands that were on that stage. No, Motley Crue probably is rocking with 40 
trucks well, and yeah, there's. Uh, have you ever seen one of their stage shows? Stupid I mean, roller coaster. Between those two bands alone, they probably have forty trucks. Yeah, I don't. I don't. That sounds terrible. <laughs> so, from someone that's w- like from that's worked with. Part of the reason that our hate my hatred for Kiss is so strong is because I worked a Kiss show. Now I hated Kiss before that, but um, like how many trucks was that? Was that it pushing twenty? Right around twenty, yeah. That was for an amphitheater. So that was for an amphitheater. Yeah, you put Kiss Kiss in a stadium, and Gene's gonna draw up some new plans. But my point is, I get your point. Is. The the labor needed for a show of that size, yes, is a lot. It's possibly not there. I noticed Aerosmith has postponed their big 50th anniversary show at Fenway Park. And that was just a one-off show. Interesting. So, and, you know, those guys are all in their 70s, and Joe Perry's had his health issues. I mean, they might want to be just, like, super careful. Yeah. But, yeah, it's interesting how some of the some of the shows are coming back, some not. I know Shinedown is not even slowing down. They are not. They're the Br- Brent Smith and, uh, and the other kid, Zach, Zach. Myers. They're doing their duo tour right now, and they're going right into a Shinedown summer fall tour. Yeah, and then uh, a lot of, I'm seeing a lot of like smaller club shows are, are are getting announced, and that takes like two people. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, there's be honest and the, and the festivals. There's not a ton of festivals, but we've got the aforementioned Rock Fest. Yes. Louder than life looks like it's happening in Louisville. Yes. The big one in Sacramento is at least Aftershocks announced. Yeah, Aftershocks. I. I would, I mean, I'm not skeptical, but I know that California is still being California about things, so it wouldn't surprise me if that one got postponed. A one that we haven't heard from that I'm surprised about because it seems like one that would happen is our uh, Carolina Rebellion. That one and Rock on the Range. Did nope, something? not Rock on the Range. Something happened. That one's Rock. in Ohio. Yeah, that one's the one that went out of business and they. They had to. I, Rock Oklahoma is Rock what Lahoma. you're trying to say. Yeah, you'd think I'd remember because I was thinking Oklahoma. It's in the name. <laughs> it's in the name. But yeah, I've, I've heard nothing about Rock Oklahoma. And I, I was under the impression that a lot of those festivals were put out by the same company. But that might have, that might have gone by the wayside too when when the whole Rock on the Range went under. Yeah. But yeah, we've got Rock Fest in Wisconsin, which you are attending. Yes. Louder Than Life in September, and Aftershocks is in September, October. Somehow Metallica's on every festival except for Rock except Fest, Except for Wisconsin. Rock Fest, yeah. And a couple of good bands have dropped out of Rock Fest. Unfortunately, yeah. I'm, I would have to pull up the uh, the list, the 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 billing. So, uh, actually, let me go to the original one, if I can find that somewhere. Well, our second favorite Swedish band had to well, drop yeah, out. Well, yeah, Avatar dropped out. Um, and if you're wondering what our first favorite Swedish band is, then you must not listen very much because yeah. everyone knows it's ABBA. Uh, and then Snoop Dogg is also also out. Snoop is out, which is curious because you wouldn't think. I mean, what? Unless he's got more Corona commercials, he needs to. Start yeah, I don't. Out. I don't. I don't know what. Uh, but he got replaced with one Corey Taylor, who was uh already. Uh, he was playing a show near here but it kind of sold yeah out and that sold out fast because of limited seating and that's like an 1100 seat venue anyway yes and i say seats meaning stands um it's a it's a bar now but yeah that so you you kind of lucked out there because we couldn't go see the Corey taylor show and, yeah and, and now you've lucked into a Corey taylor show and we've talked about snoop dogg 
between us and in, like w- we've both kind of agreed that like yeah Snoop Dogg's fine but Snoop yeah Dogg. you just don't know if you could sit through an entire Snoop yeah Dogg so show. now I'm looking at the original on Anthrax I'm sure the banter is fun I'm sure Anthrax got moved to a different night um they're no longer on the first day they're on the well, they're no longer on the second day they're on the first day uh and now it's like being marketed as their like 40th anniversary yes and anthrax is just happy to do whatever you ask anthrax to do. yeah they're just they're just do anthrax they're just want to show up have fun and play a show now uh avatar was on that last day and it doesn't look like there's a replacement for them whereas they did add philip anselmo and the illegals who i believe is Phil Anselmo from uh, Pantera. Pantera. Which makes me laugh because there's a Pantera cover band on that bill. Yeah, too. and they're playing a vulgar display of Pantera, which I I don't know if that means they're playing like a vulgar display of power or if they're just that's just a planned words and they're just doing Pantera songs. I, isn't that just their name? If that's their name, then I'm just going to be bothered. The cover band? No, no, no. The Philip Anselmo and the Illegals. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, he's just going to do a lot of Pantera. No, what else is he going to do? What I'm saying is, I don't know if he's doing just Pantera or a vulgar display of power. Yeah, no, I, I imagine. Just based off of the way it's being marketed. Right. It's confusing. As long as I, if if I'm going to have to sit through Phil Anselmo doing Phil Anselmo things and hearing someone that's. It's funny because you spent most of this podcast in which we are we are no. supposedly fans of rock and roll. We are fans really of complaining rock. about rock and roll bands. We've, well, because. <laughs> Pantera's fine, but the two most important parts of Pantera are not there. That's true. Nor nor are they on the I earth. Mean, it could be argued that the worst part of Pantera is Phil Anselmo. So it would be like it would. It, remember when Motley Crue did their little stint of breaking up, and Vince Neil was just touring as Vince Neil. I do. And it was like, okay, we took the worst part of Motley Crue, and now he's playing he's, Motley Crue songs. He's getting in fights in Vegas with Nicolas Cage. Yeah, that, it's the same thing. And I'm I. I know Pantera's like the Chick-fil-A of metal, which is like the not very good thing that everyone swears by. But Interesting take. It makes sense because we're losing all of our Chick-fil-A fans now. Chick-fil-A's <laughs> so stupid. Um, Thankfully, most of our fans are in outside of the United fair, States. Yeah. They, they don't know what Chick-fil-A if you ever is. Come to Chick-fil-A, I mean, if you ever come to America, stay away from that. I, I'm, I'm getting really riled up here for no reason. You are. But... Listen, I'm not, I have no issues sitting through Phil and Selma on the legal. I think it's a stupid name. So uh, first off, but um, I, I know on the on the first night it's like a mini night. Yeah, the and that's mini when you could see Stitched Up Heart, Stitched Up Heart, and Queensrÿche, and Queensrÿche. And knowing this, I, I ran across a story on Twitter the other day. Okay, about the drummer of Queensrÿche, who's an original member. Okay, but he apparently, when they recorded their most recent album, he he didn't do it for some reason he had like uh, family issues okay. or uh, I, I, maybe he's working his real job I, I i don't know i can't remember the reason why but queensrike just did that thing that eddie van halen did when sammy wasn't available in the mid 90s for to do some recording and he's like oh i guess you're just not in the band anymore and so now queensrike is maintaining that this drummer is an, who's an original member one of the few in the band is no longer a member of Queensryche, and he was being interviewed. I think Eddie Trunk might have even been And he's like, well, yeah, I'm a, I just wasn't available that day. So to, it, what it did, it doesn't really matter to me, but it sent me down this Queensryche rabbit hole because, as you know, they changed lead singers many years ago. Is it a Queensryche cover band? Is that what this is? 
Well, let me. <laughs> to me, Queen Drake, Jeff Tate is the lead singer of Queen Drake. And without Jeff Tate, I've never heard this other guy. He might be a fantastic singer, but, you know, that it's Jeff Tate's got such a distinctive voice that this is fair that I, I I basically would view somebody else singing for them as a Queen Drake cover band, as you as you might. have said. So that got me talking to a guy the other day that was a big Queen Drake fan back in the day, and he's like, "Well, Chris DeGarmo, the lead guitar player, hasn't been in that band in years." I was like, "What?" So sure enough, I look it up. He left the band in 1998. <laughs> so the main guitar player and one of the lyricists left the band in 1998. Jeff Tate left in 2012. So it's basically the bass player right now is Queensryche. That's unfortunate. So again, I'm sure the rest of these musicians are great and it's a great band, but seems like a Queensryche cover band. It might be a creep like kind of like what it's almost what foreigners do oh, yeah, these days. And you know, we've seen that show many times and the the, the foreigner cover band that tours right now is is they're fine. Yeah. They're good. So except when they don't let uh, Mick Jones on the stage for the first three songs. Well, he was doing that for health reasons. Well, yeah, but then the, the next 76 couple, years old. The next couple times he came out and he was he was yeah, all right. Yeah, the first I know, time I he know, literally just had a heart attack. Give the man a break. I know. It was, it was more or less just Having fun, joshing <laughs> around at poor Nick Jones' expense. So yeah, the Queen's Reich that you see, and I'll be curious to see what they, what they sound like, because it's not so much Queen's Reich as it is a bunch of Queen's Reich fans. And sometimes a bunch of blank fans do a good job. They do. Playing, uh, I it, and I guess whoever owns the name is able to do it. It it strikes me as going to see one of these tribute bands that just happened to nab one of the original members to be in the band. Hmm. Like, if you went to see Mini Kiss, and they somehow got Peter Chris Peter to Chris. sit behind the drums. That's why you're dressed up as Peter Chris. <laughs> no one likes Peter Chris. Then is it Kiss? Not even Peter Chris. No, it's it's still a Kiss tribute band. Now, hold on. Here, little about Listen to this. I have an idea that someone should email Peter Chris immediately. Peter Chris needs to take his Kiss cover band on tour called Peter Kiss. <laughs> I would imagine someone has come up with that before. It's, it's, and I would imagine that Gene Simmons slapped an injunction on them <laughs> so fast. Did he Did he do it whenever he was also trying to say that he like invented rock and roll or whatever <laughs> nonsense Gene Simmons was spouting? Uh, can I be mean again? So this is... <laughs> I figured you were going this to. Is a funny, this is just a funny observation that I had. The second day of Rockfest, and there's a lot of decent bands playing there, but it just, it just seems like it's just... Like, it seems like the person, whenever they were creating the schedules, they had, like, a, a side task that was, like, make Friday just, like, the douchiest day in metal. Because <laughs> L- let me – let me that sounds funny, but let me list you some of the – we have Limp Bizkit as the headliner. Then we have Phil and Selmo. Then we have All That Remains, and I don't know if you're familiar with All That Remains, but people that Not are – really. People that are familiar with All That Remains understand. And then you have Tommy Vext, who's the guy that got kicked out of Bad Wolves. Uh, I don't know if you're aware of that story. I don't want to go too much into I, it. I, I became aware of it yesterday. Bad Wolves isn't on my radar. So. It, they're not on anyone's radar. But, uh, Sorry, yeah, Bad I was, Wolves. I was told that story yesterday. Yeah, he, uh, he, he was 
doing there, things. There's some good names that that there that day are. though, right? No, what? yeah, because you got Corey Taylor, Bad Flower of Mike's and Men. Right, yeah, it's gonna be a Lex, good day. No, it's gonna be a good day. And, and you slag on Limp Biscuit, but they're fun in concert. Ah, uh, and I slag on uh, Phil and Selma. I think that might be a fine show. I, I'm really not <laughs> against that as much as I might come off because I think because as much as I mean to Pantera, they are fine. Uh, in Crowbots that day. Oh yeah. And so I get to see. In that, now the issue is I'm gonna have to see a bunch of bands after seeing Crowbot. You need to hold your mic steady because you go on and off of your mic, and you sound like one of those guests that Joe Rogan has on that doesn't know how to talk into a mic. The mic goes in front of your mouth. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Listen, trust I'm, me. I'm you, I, and I understand the science of microphones. I'm an you, audio guy. I'm used to different microphones that you know you can. You can't Speak do it around. with these. Yeah. And these are not those mics. Any whom. I also get to see Like a Storm, which I'm kind of excited about. We've talked about them before. They're our New Zealand friends with the, the didgeridoo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna, I get to see them and Crowbot back to back, and then I have to... How do you like that Crowbot song with Howard Jones? I think the Crowbot song with Howard Jones is a lot better than the Crowbot song with Frank Bello. Interesting. I think the Crowbot song with Frank Bellow was fine, but it was kind of boring. Frank Bellow is not quite the singer that Howard Jones is, nor is he a singer. Yeah. Was it you who I was? Oh, yeah, that we were having an argument about Rob Zombie's that I kept calling it boring and you kept uh, getting upset. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that because Rob Zombie's got a new album. Out. Rob Zombie does have a new album. We need, we need to talk about that. Are, we, are you done talking about Rockfest? Yeah, uh, I don't think anything happened on the last day. We'll do so. some live streams. from, Or what do you call the, the Instagram lives? That's a live stream. We'll, we'll do those. You can get by with that terminology. We, we tried doing an Instagram live a couple weeks ago. It kind of worked. It didn't work as though I wanted it to work. Well, I know I take that back. It worked exactly how I wanted it to work. It's just that I thought I was going to be able to trim it before it posted, and I think I just skipped past that screen too fast. I see. So in the end, it didn't work as I was wanting it to work. So I deleted it, and we haven't done it since. But we are definitely going to do some Instagram lives from Rockfest. Yes. Because you're going, and I'm not. How do you pronounce that city? Kadot? Kado? It got me. Oh, I see. It's Wisconsin. It's like another country. You have your passport in order? I don't know. Um, Sorry, Wisconsin. We love you. So yeah. All the Wisconsin listeners stop listening whenever I diss Chick-fil-A. I don't know if they have that up there. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do, too. So, yeah, this new album from Rob Zombie came out way back in March. And actually, the first single, I think, came out like last summer. This is yeah, another one that they kind of... Been out for a minute. Came out in dribs and drabs, but... May. This album's been out for about three years now. We're finally talking about <laughs> right. We're going to talk about Astro Creep 2000. <laughs> no, yeah, no. This is a uh, this is another one of Rob's random word generator titles: the Lunar Injection Kool Aid Eclipse Conspiracy. Yes, I Rob Zombie strikes me as the type of guy that you go to like the studio or something, and he, there's a bunch of stuff, but he likes he, he he'll hit you with the we like to have fun here. Tells you his Absolutely. album. Absolutely, we like that fun. Yeah, I think his movies are like that. His albums are like that. His concerts are likely like his that. Concerts are goofy. Yeah, you've seen him many times. You could see him at Rockfest. Yeah, I got to see him at Rockfest. Yeah, so, so we 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 love Rob at the Way of Rock podcast, and this album rocks. I maintain that the best out al- this song in the album is the final one. Yeah, Pro Killer Blues. I think we both came, separately came to that conclusion. Then when we so. then we. Uh, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the triumph of King Freak. 
I'm a big fan of the song. I don't even know if you consider it a song as much as it's kind of like a three-minute interlude type thing, but yeah. Boom Boom Boom's a really fun little... Yeah, yeah, that's that instrumental, right? Kind of. It, it's like an instrumental, but there's like chanting. Yeah, I'm yeah, right. I know what you're talking about. So, 75% an instrumental, but yeah, it's a it's a cool little... I, I mean, I think all of the songs... One thing is like it's a very... It's a very like almost like punk structured album in the sense that it's a lot of songs that are just kind of quick. I mean, you have a few four minute and five minute songs, but a lot of it is in your th- three minute range. Um, and also then there's just a lot of interludes that. Right. Kind of yeah. All in all, there's the, 17 tracks on this album, but it's not. You it's know, still like a 40 long, minute right. album, which I mean, a lot of that's because, I mean, the first the first track the fourth track and I think the sixth one like there's like maybe four or five six songs that are under a minute just because it's just stuff and he's got the band back together John Five of course is the guitar player on this yes and uh, I know what I said to you separately when we were talking about Crow Killer Blues is John Five started doing John Five things he does John Five things the whole album but I think that song in particular is very John Fivey. Yeah, John Five is one of those guitar players that when everybody talks about the greatest guitar players does not get any he doesn't get any play. Yeah. And John Five is an unreal guitar player. He is, especially like he's one of those uh, I've seen him a co- seen Rob a few times and and they they give John a solo. And like I've seen many if many a guitar solo in my day. Yeah, and I, I don't know John if is a that, good guitar solo. like, the, you know, Rob Zombie, of course, came to prominence in the 90s, and, and obviously John Five did not join the band until the 2000s. But in the 90s, even though there were some great guitar players, it wasn't celebrated like it was, like, in the 70s or the 80s. Like, by the time the 90s came around, gone were the days of Eddie Van Halen or, or Slash or Joe Perry or Jimmy Page or any of these guys. Not that they weren't still around, but that wasn't the the focus of a lot of the bands that were were huge, like a band like Soundgarden ruled the '90s, and Kim Thales a, a great guitar player. But you don't think of Soundgarden songs having these rip roaring solos, and you know it's more of a riff type thing. Um, same with Alice in Chains, you know it's it's very riff oriented, but you don't think of Jerry Cantrell as being a great guitar player, even though he's a great guitar player. Yes. And I wonder if John Five just kind of suffers from being a guitar player in a band that kind of came to prominence in that time. And even though Rob Zombie's music is very, you know, leans towards that industrial processed sound, it's still very guitar driven. Yes. More so since John entered the band. Yes, yes, yes. Jack Jack has a point of view that's just wrong about it's, Rob Zombie. It's, I it once you break it down to the very fundamental of what I'm saying, it cannot be refuted that pre John Five Zombie is more boring than post John Five Zombie. But you can't call it boring. You can you say can call it's, it boring all it's, you want. It's more boring <laughs> than what John Five does, but you can't call those great songs boring. I think the catalog in the nineties for Rob Zombie. You have a Barracuda cover. You don't. And then I don't know. They just use the, the E string as, <laughs> what's, as Barracuda what's does. What's the other uh, 
Living Dead Girl, Living, Dragula. See, like all those songs are fine. They're just. In, in. I'm going to pull up the greatest hits just so we can go down the oh, list. Here we go. Feel free to talk while I look for the greatest Listen, hits. <laughs> I think it's I think it's Hellbilly Deluxe. Oh no, it's Past, Present, and Future. Hellbilly it Deluxe is. has has all the great songs. Has Dragula. Has Living it Dead does. Girl. I don't know my pre. I don't know my '90s. I mean, see, I'm not clouded by nostalgia when it comes to Rob Zombie. I appreciate the things that he's released. Thunder Kiss 65. Stop. That's a great song. It's a fine song. It's just... More Human Than Human. Stop. That is a great more song. More Human kind of bothers The cover me. of I'm Your Boogeyman, which was an old disco song from the 70s and appeared on the soundtrack for The Crow, which is an awesome soundtrack. I you have The Great American Nightmare, the theme song to Howard Stern. How much would you like that song if it wasn't the I would theme love song, that song of your favorite radio show? You have show. Dragula. You have Living Dead Girl. You have his version of, um, oh, is it not on this? Uh, we're an American band. That's that, a fine. That might not be on. That might have come out on a, on a later album. I'll, I'll take that back. You have his version of Blitzkrieg Bop. You have his version of Brick House. Just stop with your. Uh, yeah, but then you listen to the, the the album just released, and it's a different. Seems like a different band. It it doesn't. It's not boring anymore. It doesn't. And boring is not necessarily an insult. It's just an observation. <laughs> it's not bad. It's just you know not a lot to it. All right, I just don't know what to say to any of that because <laughs> it's right. Ask me, answer me this. Oh, when go. you see Rob Zombie and when you are going to see him this summer, do you anticipate hearing those songs? I do. Okay. Does the crowd... The crowd reacts... Do they just, dance and clap or do they throw things at the stage? Just because... Or do they leave? Just because the crowd does it doesn't mean it's right. <laughs> do they do they enjoy it or does it anger them? That this is, you're, you're, you're asking me if the same people that are going to enjoy a Steel Panther set... Are going to enjoy. I don't know if those are the same people. <laughs> exactly. Steel Panther. Everyone's going to enjoy Steel Panther. It's the same day. It might even be the same stage. Those people are going to stay there and they're like, all right, now I'm stoked for the Rob Zombie show. All I'm saying, I'm also excited for the Rob Zombie show, but I'm not going to value the opinion of Steel Panther fans <laughs> for a second. I think I think you're uh, you're conflating things at this point. Lumping in Steel Panther <laughs> fans, if there are any, into the into the Rob <laughs> Zombie world. I, I simply think that there's... Look, John 5 elevates the playing in Rob Zombie. He there's does. no question. I couldn't tell you who was the guitar player in the 90s. I don't even know if he had one. But <laughs> he had possible. a bass player. But that does not take away from how great those songs are. Also... Which Rob wrote. What's it's not like he stopped you know writing songs and... Turn that over to. Are you familiar with the who was the bass player in the early Rob Zombie? Well, White Zombie was a uh, Sean Ines, I think was her name. She was a, a female See. bass player. I don't know who it was in. in okay, because I know now they got like Piggy, which <laughs> <laughs> are you just making stuff up? <laughs> no, it's like I have a. Pig. Are you thinking of Twiggy? Who no, used no, no, to no, be no. Marilyn Manson? <laughs> no, I have a bass pick. Is it's like Piggy D or something? That's his name. Gotcha. Um, I like him though. Speaking of Twiggy. We we talked about this separately the other day. How weird is it, and we don't have to spend a lot of time on it because it's weird, that Marilyn Manson had to kick Twiggy out of his band for various nefarious things with women, and now every woman that Marilyn Manson had had contact with is like, oh, yeah, Marilyn did that to me, too. 
I like the usage of nefarious there. Um, yeah, it's a it was a weird development. A very weird development. He was he he. I remember the statement he made when he dismissed Twiggy. He was very much like, "I don't want that in my band." Apparently, he forgot to say, "Unless it's me." But I mean, who knows what goes on with 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 that? We're, that's why I don't like talking about that stuff too much because it's a lot of you know people's words against each other and. I am able to separate that from the music that I enjoy. Yeah. If I wasn't, I wouldn't be able to listen to Chuck Berry because he was a pretty creepy dude, too. All right. I have brought the show to a grinding (laughs) halt, it seems. So why don't we take a break, regroup, and we'll come back and talk about some new royal blood. And we're back on the Way of Rock podcast, episode 41, and it's been a minute since we've We've had some technical difficulties now, but we're okay. We are okay. We're all figured out. We are all figured out. Uh, what was it that you were saying before? I we... was saying that we, we've missed we've missed this opportunity, and that's okay. But I listened to a podcast that use it like they they uh, they they have like their 18th episode. They're like, oh, it's our adult episode. Episode twenty one's like here's our American drinking episode. And it was just a funny little And and where where are we going with that? What, that we just never oh, that did we that. never we never we never thought, thought, that thought of that. Oh. And now we're forty one deep and like now we're like, all right, this is our midlife crisis episode. It is. Like, this that's, is our uh, we're getting divorced from our is, wife. Yeah. And dating a twenty five year old episode. Yeah. So there's not much we else we can do. Like episode fifty, we can be like, This is our we're not fun anymore, but even that's like, you know, there's nothing to do with it. And anyway, that was that was it was just a little Fun way to bring us in until you made me, you iced me for about half an hour. Um, yeah, we had a we had a total system crash. We had to reboot the way of rock podcast. Reboot the way of rock quarters. podcast. Troubleshooting, they call it. So, Typhoons is the new album by Royal Blood. And first, off, another one that came out a minute ago that we haven't gotten to. Yeah, it came well, out in April. it came out April thirtieth. Which yeah, but is some of these songs have been out for months. It's another one that they kind of. Dragged out slowly. But anyway, give me the album cover. Uh, it's just very simple, but it's, you know, it's it's black, but it also has some very bright colors on it. Ro- Royal Blood's a simple band. They are a simple band. Which we have learned since we did a little research during our downtime here. They are from England. Yes. You were correct in there. I don't know why I thought they were from Australia. Well, because it's the same thing. But yeah, Royal Blood, if, if listeners are not familiar. If I just offended any Aussies, I'm sorry. They're an English <laughs> duo. It's a bass player and a drummer. It's a bass player and a drummer. They're literally just the rhythm section. Mike and Ben, Mike right? Mike and Ben. They're, they're a fantastic duo. We first came became aware of them in 2015 with their first album, which had the hit song Figure It Out. Figure It Out. And uh, our favorite Little Monster. Little Monster is also another single off of that. And we saw them open for the Foo Fighters. The Foo Fighters. On their Broken Leg Tour. Yes, and then we proceeded to see them like four days later. Yeah, we've seen them. We've seen them a few times. Um, the cool thing about this album, which I didn't even realize until I started reading this little rundown, remember when I told you I dug the song Boilermaker? I do, and that it reminded me of the last Queens of the Stone Age single. Oh yeah, did you not know that this was produced by? I did not know. Oh yeah, this album's produced by Josh Homme, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. No, I didn't know that. Okay. Um, apparently, they, they went to L.A. to record with Josh. Yeah, they did. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool because, yeah, that, that song just had that 
that feel of that last Queens of the Stone Age single, the the way you move. I think that's what it was called. I can hear it in my head. I, I wouldn't have titles. A, but they of course opened for Queens on that tour. They did, which is probably where they became friends. Right. Well, they might have been friends. That was the one we saw Brent Hines just hanging out. Yeah, we saw Brent Hines just hanging out. But anyway, they they you know lassoed Josh into producing their album, and and they came up with a, a pretty fun. Uh, it is a little less. I don't want to say less. It it seems more dancey, I guess, more poppy than their previous stuff. But as you pointed out to me the other day, they are the rhythm section. Speaking of poppy, um, this just popped in my head. Pop Evil also got added to Rockfest. Yeah, I saw that. I thought you, I thought you were going to tell me the poppy. No, I was going to see Poppy with Deftones and Gojira, but then the world ended. But carry on. Well, I was going to say this this album does have more of a more of a just kind of a dance feel to it but as you pointed out they they are a rhythm section yeah but we saw like i said we've seen these guys many many times and it's amazing that and and we know the trick of how you know mike is using a couple of different amps and and doubling his bass guitar but he's able to make it sound like you know there's a guitar player and a bass player and and ben's just a great drummer ben is a great drummer they're they're the opposite of how Local H does it with just a guitar player. Yes. Drummer. Speaking of which, uh, I don't know if you saw our, our little break update. Local H is coming. No, I did not see that. I see. To to our hometown here? Yes. Um, they are pl- they're opening for The Urge. Interesting. Yes. Uh, there's the also Urge being a huge name in our little bird. There's also a band entitled Soul Asylum on the bill. Um, what, what, what manner of show is some sort of outdoor? Uh, it's at this. It's at the music park. Interesting. It, I always. You're telling me the urge is headlining over Soul Asylum too. I believe so. Huh? You can. This is a probably a conversation we can have. This is all information. Podcast. I'm sure there's a notification on your phone with the billing of it. Maybe, but I, I I don't get notifications on my phone. It's simply a text. I see. Do you not get text notifications? <laughs> is that what you're? Are you telling the world right now that you've turned off text notifications? It doesn't ding at me if that's what you're saying. No. I, Speaking I, of that, you were talking about listening to other podcasts. The, between the two of us, we listen to a ton of podcasts. We do. We subscribe to way more than we listen to. We do. And we, we listen to all manner of types of podcasts. You listen to a lot of sports ones. I listen to a lot of comedians. Okay, I believe you. Uh, well, I was just showing you that. Does, do, do you notice the the number of phone dings, and other things going on during your podcast? No, and the reason for that, I believe, is is because out of the podcasts that I listen to, um, you reference sports. I don't really listen to that many sports anymore. I listen to okay. one sports uh, show every week. And even the ones that I did listen to that were sports-related weren't really podcasts. They were just recordings of, like... Um, whatever like the the tv show of like the herd or the the Stephen a smith show like the, those kind of things are aren't really like podcasts they're just right uploaded that right right the ones that i do listen to however um that aren't my sports ones even that one they're all very it it it's not it's not like just two like a couple guys just sitting around and talking it's oh i i hear it in i hear it on the howard stern show i see yeah the ones like it's it's a lot of like youtube and and it's i listen to a lot of youtubers 
that do them. So even then, I think there is probably a decent bit, like, because they're all good editors and things like that. Like, Yeah, if they're going so, back and editing. And so I don't know like if that. they're going back and editing. I, I don't Man, know if I, I... I hear it on, and I listen to, like I said, I listen to some, some comedian podcasts. There's a couple of them that they're, like, sitting in each other's closets and... You know, you, you're hearing dings and kids are showing up and dogs are barking and doorbells are going off. Yeah, I get that. You're you're recording at home, whatever. But like I said, I, I I listen to some highly produced ones. Now again, they probably don't go back and clean it up and edit. They probably want to have that feeling of a live broadcast, so they just record and upload. I yeah. imagine. And I, so I think that I don't know. I I. I, I, I don't might be more attuned to it because I am kind of more of a sound guy, so I I pick up things in the background. And before you write me and tell me you're picking up things right now in our background, I know. <laughs> there's there's a big giant dog sleeping next <laughs> to Jack right now, and at any moment, Podcat might come tearing in here as fast as he can. Whatever. We're not in a studio. Uh, we're, yeah. we're high atop the Way of Rock podcast building <laughs> in in a little living room thing. But... Yeah, okay, that was a sidetrack. Let's get back to this Royal Blood album. This is their third album. Their first album, they they hit it big. Their first album... They, they was, had a ton of radio hits. Yes. They got on the Foo Fighters tour. They, they, they got on the Howard Stern show. Things were looking up for Royal Blood. Then they put that second album out a couple of years ago, and I didn't think this was a bad album at all. How did we get so dark? How did we get so... I don't remember it as well as I do. Well, it had the, uh, no radio play. Um, it was I, one of those things you had to like search out and like, oh, Royal Blood's got a new album out. I remember. Well, I think I only lie when I love you. Got a cup was played on the the okay. radio stations because um, I feel like I've heard that song more than I would have spent listening to it. Uh, but even so, I mean, this album got them on the the Queen's tour. It did. It did. And, and I thought again. I thought it was a fine album. It was a fine album. It, and we're talking, you know, four years ago. And then they they took some time off to do. They took some time off, and and now they've got Roy this Blood new one does. out. So yeah, this is only their third album. But I dig it. It like I said, it's got more of a more of a rhythmy, dancey pop feel. But yeah, and I'm kind of talking back about earlier about concerts and and kind of smaller club shows going coming back i mean they are if i don't know if they're based out of i don't know if they're like just english or if they like live in england right they uh, might be american based at this point or so i don't i don't know what because we were talking like one of the reasons that we think avatar pulled out is because europe has new restrictions or something along yeah those there's lines. more restrictions there and i think they only had a few dates anyway so it just I, didn't I, seem worth it right but. i think once you cross all of the bridges that you have to cross to leave the country and tour another country you probably have to have a lot of dates lined up to make that pay off yes but the the reason i bring that up is because if they are still like fully based out of uh england i don't know if we'll see a tour from them for some time but if they're able to i think they'll would like to get on get on the road and, and play some shows and if they're able to across the Wherever they, they might just go on tour in, uh, in 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 the Europe if that's allowed, or not. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. I know all the festivals in Europe are next year. Everyone I see is is next year. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up a brief thing that made me laugh regarding European festivals. You sent the Rock Am Ring 
festival to our group chat. Yes. And um, the 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 person that is also in the group chat with me is is this the one that was alphabetized and I didn't realize it. Yes. Oh no no you didn't even post it on Facebook. Okay, you posted on face. Uh, you posted on Facebook. Yeah, and and I was talking with my with my rock fest buddy, and they were like. I don't even know why he posted that. It's a festival in Europe. And I was like, are you telling me you don't know what Rock Am Ring is? And you're, I don't made... think, I think I was just going for the joke. No, uh, no, I'm I, not criticizing your joke. I'm criticizing that, that, that nobody listening right now has any clue. What... <laughs> yeah, I know. But they were just commenting on how it was silly of you to post that because that's a European festival and we can't go to it. Yeah. I was like, there's no illusion that we were going to Rock no, Am no, Ring. No, no. Although I would like to. Oh, not not that one because I don't want to see the, <laughs> Not, don't want to see Weezer, <laughs> right? But but I do feel like it would be fun. It would. Um, I think it'd be fun to go to Rockham Ring. I also think it'd be fun to go to Vakken. Yeah, I, I think uh, those those two, and then Download. Those are like the yes, three biggest European that, ones. That one's in England, if I'm not mistaken. I have no idea where any of them are. Well, Vakken is Vakken's in, in Germany. Germany. Rockham. Ring and there's also like Rock I'm Park or Rock Imp- like it's the same festival. They have two different names for. My only issue with European festivals and my apologies to our European <sighs> listeners we because we love you. I don't know how you deal with all those flags. <laughs> Everyone in the crowd is waving a flag. That has to be tiring. That would make me like, nuts. How long can you feasibly swing a flag? I know we Americans have our own annoying things that we do at concerts, such as exist. <laughs> Most of it, people drinking $9 beers all day long and, and becoming crazy drunk. But, yeah, the flag thing bugs me. I had a thought, but it slipped in my mind. Yeah, flags don't bother you? No, fl- I mean, I've never been at a show where flags bother me. That's what it was. There's this thing on the TikToks that's going around where, um, where I don't know if it's millennials. I think. In my generation, we had mosh pits. The kids nowadays have safe spaces, which I don't even want to get into like the whole uh, things of that. You just reminded me of that by talking about American concert I, things. I see. But it, do the kids not mosh now? No, the kids do mosh. That's okay. why it's a stupid comparison because not only is it mutually exclusive, but uh, I, I know older people like to mosh. Not older. people my. Yeah, I mean that that in between those the people that were like teenagers in the '90s on up. You go to like you go to a high school dance and they mosh. It's just not to like rock music, so people interesting. Uh, so like when uh, Kendrick Lamar comes on, people are moshing. Well, not to Kendrick Lamar because they don't play Kendrick Lamar at school dances because uh, he's too modern. School dances are very throwback heavy. They don't if it's. You know how like you refuse to listen to music released after like 1987. Well, well, that's not true at all. <laughs> and anytime there's like you could have a revolutionary new band and you that they just happen to be in the 2000s, so you'd be like, oh, they're generic. That's patently false. <laughs> what you're saying is yeah, that's how the school dances operate. They they play like their Kelly Clarkson from 2007, and that's about it. Interesting. Um. Anyhow, it just and, made me and laugh. People mosh to this. It was somewhat. We all know that there's lots of new music that I dig. I there. I will say that there are bands that I don't give uh, the proper chance to if they have a dumb name. <laughs> the one that strikes me right now is the band uh, Architects. You wouldn't like Architects. Would I not like it? Also, I, that's, that's not even a bad the band The song name. I hear on the radio. I, they play Architects I, I like on the radio? Like 
Yeah, but it, it's a dumb name. That is abs- really con- My apologies surprising to, to me. Architects. I feel like we have to apologize anytime we slag on anybody. We well, no, our, I've never listened to Architects. I've just heard the one song. They're kind of like a, they're an interesting band to, like, I've never heard them, but I've pondered listening to them. I, the fact that they're on the radio is surprising yeah, to me. Yeah, I have nothing against them, except... I, That's not even a bad band it's, name. It's, 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 yeah, stop. It is worse. <laughs> like, there's Weezer. <laughs> Right. Okay, so back to Royal Blood because uh, we keep. Yeah, will you have more thoughts on it because you keep changing the subject? That's true. Um, because I haven't listened to it as much as you. Let me tell you about my shoes. (laughs) I haven't, I haven't listened to as much as you have, so I I don't have quite the what to say about it. But yeah, it's it's Royal Blood. It's uh, I think the big thing is that I'm excited to see them see them live on the. I'm excited to see them if and when they come back. I'm sure they will eventually. I'm I'm glad that they have a new album out. That kind of bummed me out, so I was I was glad when they came back with something. Yes, yes. And Josh Homme's involved, and we we love Josh Homme. Do unless he's kicking the camera lady in the face <laughs> and getting canceled. We we love Josh Homme no matter what he does. <laughs> Queens of the Stone Age, are, you better be careful. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> get yourself in some deep water with that one. True, but we're big Queens of the Stone Age fans. I don't know if this means anything, but um. Go under like the rating. If you could press the more on that, uh, the the writing right there. Uh, I don't know if that yeah, gives that's us any, just all that legalese gives us stuff. any insight of where they're based out of, since it's UK. Yeah, stuff. it's a Warner Music UK label, so so yeah, they're probably based, but they recorded in LA, so who knows how all that works? Okay, who cares? Well, I'm just saying because the the prospect the prospect of them touring, right? I think bases is based off where they're from. Uh, well, everybody go out and get it. Everyone go out and get it's it. It's called Typhoons. Typhoons. Royal Blood. We, we are big fans of Royal Blood. We are. I'm excited to see them back. We are. Do you have anything else to add? I feel like you... I don't uh, know. I've been... been <laughs> I feel like you've been angry <laughs> and combative <laughs> well, <I'm laughs> the entire podcast. You just got me on topics that I am passionate about. <laughs> so I don't think I have anything... I don't think I have anything the moment well thank you all for listening feel free to email your complaints about jack to it's the way of rock at gmail.com you can check out our socials it's the way of rock over there on uh the instagram the facebook the twitter we're up on there we do i started the song of the day again did you notice you did i yeah i did notice i tried doing it a different way i tried uploading a video for the song of the day yes and instagram put a stop to that right away (laughs) Because I was apparently uploading videos that have that people could put copyright claims on, even though they're on YouTube, people have uploaded them to YouTube. Like, you know, Joe Music Lover dot three six five. Well, can upload stuff to YouTube, but you can't put it on. They probably just have a copyright strike on them. Instagram. They just get the revenue from YouTube. Well, Instagram just takes it down. Yeah. They, I, what they do is they tell you your video can can not be viewed in the following countries. And then they list every, every country. country. <laughs> so <laughs> instead of just saying no one can view your video. Speaking of getting banned in countries, I think Bitcoin just got banned in China. Yeah, it did. That's why it went down. That's another podcast. That's another podcast. But anyway, the way of crypto. If you go to our, if you go to our socials, you can see what we choose for every song of the day. Yes, which is 
you know, just a fun way for us to keep putting things on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and you can go to our Spotify and listen to the playlist. That you can't. There, there is a playlist. If you go to It's the Way of Rock on Spotify, we have playlists for our songs of the day, and we have playlists for our favorite cover tunes. And for, like, if you just want to chill on a Sunday morning, listen to some acoustic music or just some, some chill rock and roll, we have our Sunday Over Easy podcast. Are you allowed to listen to that on, say, like Thursday? You can. Okay, cool. You can. You run the risk of being ridiculed. <laughs> but it's not like Spotify will ban you. or well, They might. So you can. <sighs> That's another problem. I'll bring it up <laughs> another time. I, I, I had a Spotify rant to go on, but I'm not going to do it because we're, we're, we've reached the end of the show. But I got a Spotify <laughs> rant to go on. So... But we love you, Spotify. We don't we don't want to say bad things about you, lest you shadow ban us. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. We will talk to you next time.